1: Back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Pickets, your Tuesday, May 21st edition. we got a 14-game banger on tap for you tonight. Big one, big, big one. Fun eight-gamer last night. We nailed the pitching for the most part. If you didn't play the Sneaky Orioles or the Yankees or the, the Rangers or the Mariners, it was an interesting evening for you. But a few other things took place. Acuna got it done for us and much, much more so. Fun night of action, 14-game slate on tap tonight. Lots and lots of ways to go. Uh, If you give a rating and review on iTunes, we'd much appreciate it. It would help the podcast out quite a bit. Uh, Let's get into the totals on this slate. Rockies at Pirates, total of eight. Yankees, Orioles, nine and a half. Phillies, Cubs, waiting on that one. The wind is blowing in in Wrigley. Red Sox, Blue Jays, nine. Dodgers, Rays, waiting on that one because the opener in Tampa. Marlins at Tigers, seven and a half. Nets, Mets, 8. Reds, Brewers, 8.5. Mariners, Rangers waiting on the total in that one as it looks like Tommy Malone will be starting for the Seattle Mariners. White Sox, Astros, 8.5. Royals, Cardinals, 9. Braves, Gigantes, 7.5. Twins, Angels, 10. D-backs, Padres, 7. So we got uh, four totals at the moment of nine or more on this 14-game slate. So there's definitely pitching on this slate compared to normal. Much more pitching compared to normal. So we'll have to... Wait and see how that one pans out. When I said your weather earlier, wind blowing in from right field about 18 miles an hour in Chicago between Philadelphia and the Cubs. Blowing in from left field about 14 miles an hour in the in New York between the Nationals and the Mets. Wind blowing in from right field about 19 miles an hour in St. Louis. Royals at Cardinals. And it gets rainy as the night goes on, so keep an eye on that one. Twins at Angels. Wind blowing out to right field about 12 miles an hour. And D-backs, Padres blowing in from left field about 16 miles Miles an hour, just keep an eye on all of those weather conditions. All right, let's get into your pitching here. We got three guys at 10k or above, all three are in play. Justin Verlander, 11 3 at home against the Chicago White Sox, doesn't get much better than this. Now, does it? Chicago is bad. We saw Brad Peacock absolutely duel uh, through five innings, nine k, shutout innings. Really, really good. Uh, Verlander's coming off back to back 33.4 fantasy point outings. He's going at least 100 pitches every pretty much every start. He has one, two, three, four, five, six of his last 10 starts have been 30 or more draftings points. That's why you play Justin Verlander. That, the 30-point the upside is tremendous with Verlander. Not all pitchers have that. It's a White Sox team that strikes out 26% of the time versus righties. Verlander's a minus 350 home favorite, which is wild. His own 34% K rate of his own. There's a lot to like there. White Sox lowest team total at 2.25. That is extremely low. That is a 1.15 lower than the next closest team. Lefty's 252, righty's 333 versus JV this year. So some reverse splits, but not concerned there. If you have the money to pay up for him, you pay for Justin Verlander and you walk away. Caleb Smith, 10400 bucks at the Detroit Tigers. We know that the Tigers are a bad, bad team. You got Caleb Smith's extremely good strikeout rate. Uh, Tigers striking out over 26% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Caleb Smith, 30% K rate, uh, 13.5% swinging strike rate. But the thing with Caleb, always gets up a lot of fly balls being in co-america should help with that. Detroit's uh, team total is 3.8, uh, Lefties 295, righty's 267. So Smith is a very, very good play. It's the priciest we've seen Smith all year. Uh, I think, I'm not sure everyone's going to want to pay for Smith at that price, but he's very, very good at that price. He deserves to be that price, uh, especially when you look at a guy that's got 20, 28, 30, 25, 28 and a half, 28 in his last six starts. So very, very good stuff there with Caleb Smith. 10-4. Pricer he's ever been, but very, very good. Lastly, Zach Greinke, 10200 bucks at the San Diego Padres. He's faced the Padres twice this year, averaging 26.3 points per start. He's been outstanding, 29 and 25 in his last two starts. Got beat around at Colorado. We'll let that go. But then outside of Colorado, 29-7, 32, 22-5, 25, 22-28, He's been good. Uh, and that twenty-eight was six innings of three earned ten Ks at the Padres ten starts ago. So granke has been very, very good. Ten thousand two hundred is a very solid price there for Granky. Uh, Padres team has strikes out twenty-eight percent of the time versus right-handed pitching. Twenty-four percent K rate for Grank's. Forty-five uh, percent ground ball rate for Granky as well. So lots to like there. San Diego team with a three-point-six team total. Lefties two twenty-six. Righties three thirty-four. They are two ninety-one WOBA versus right-handed pitching. So Granky, very, very much. In play in this matchup, so when I'm ranking the guys up top, I got JV1, Granky 2, Caleb Smith 3. It's not as much as I don't like Caleb Smith, I think the the ceiling is higher for Granky and Verlander. That's the difference. Dropping into the 9k range, you had Domingo Herman at 9,800 bucks at the Baltimore Orioles. Herman's been very, very consistent, not flashing the super, super upside, but he did almost put up 30 points against Baltimore. His last time out, seven innings, one earned, eight Ks. Um, the strikeouts have been there five or more in almost every start this year, and he's been pitching outstanding, better at home than on the road. Keep that in mind, but he has faced Baltimore twice this year, once at home, once on the road, averaging over 23 points per start in those two outings. So it's a little riskier on the road for Domingo Herman, but a Baltimore team that strikes out 22% of the time versus right handed pitchers, Herman almost a 27% K rate. Baltimore team with a team total of 4.05, lefties 328, righties 258. So Hermans maybe more GPP viable, but the upside's there, and he should be kind of overlooked in the with the pitchers that do surround him. Uh, Zach Eflin's an interesting one, but I'm not going to go there tonight. But Herman Marquez at 9,200 bucks at the Pittsburgh Pirates pitching in PNC is as good as it gets. He has a 2.55 road ERA compared to 5.34 on uh, on the at home, averaging almost 21 on the road. His last few road starts at Boston got beat up. You expect that at Boston. At Milwaukee, got hit around a bit, 16.2. At the Giants, he dominated. At Tampa Bay, pitched great. So it's kind of been a mixed bag of emotions. But Milwaukee and Boston are two outstanding offenses. Now he goes into Pittsburgh on a very, very struggling offense in a very, very pitcher-friendly ballpark. So a couple things working in um, Hermann Marquez's way. Pittsburgh strikes out 21% of the time versus uh, right-handed pitching. Marquez, 27% K rate, 49% ground ball rate. All lines up very, very nicely a Pittsburgh team with a team total of 3.95. Lefty's 3.14. Righty's 3.10. So Marquez at $9,200. bucks. he has been a little off of late, but matchups have not been great. This is a great matchup for Herman Marquez. If this doesn't work out, then all those Herman Marquez truthers, well, watch out. Keep sharp objects away because it's not a good sign if this one doesn't work out for you. All right. So in the 9K range, i got Herman 1, Marquez 2. Domingo 1, Marquez 2. I better be clear there. All right, 7 and 8 K range. You got Erod, $8,900 at the Toronto Blue Jays. Erod's been super inconsistent this year, but of late he's been dealing 17, 26, 23 in his last three starts. Like always with Erod, for those who have listened, it is a walk thing, and the walks have been down this year. He's striking out over 26% of the guys he faces with an 11 or almost 12% swinging strike rate. He's got a 41% ground ball rate, and the hard contact is down to 27.5%. He's in Toronto against the Toronto team with a 25.5% K rate. Versus left-handed pitching, which is definitely something that stands out on the good side of things. 4.25 team total for the Jays. Lefties, 338. Righties, 280. Of course, reverse splits with Eduardo Rodriguez. And the big thing is the Jays really struggle versus lefties. 268 Woba, .098 ISO versus left-handed pitching. Really stands out when it comes to this matchup here for 8900 bucks. So, it's always dicey with Erod because you don't know which one you're going to get. Even his last start, he was absolutely filthy. Got into the seventh, got in some trouble. Still ended very well, but Took a few DraftKings points away from you. Really good spot here against Toronto at eighty nine hundred bucks. I do like Erod quite a bit. Julio Teheran eighty five hundred bucks. If you're on the Mike Soroka train with us last night, he was the cover boy. He was filthy against the Gigantes. Uh, you got Julio Teheran, not as good as Soroka, but still very consistent. Pretty pretty good cash game play tonight at eighty five hundred. You know twenty seventeen nineteen twenty seventeen in his last five starts. He had a six, but then like a twenty three. Very consistent of late. He's been better at home than on the road, so keep that in mind. But he's also facing the Giants tonight. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, the Giants strike out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Teher on 23% K rate, 38.5% ground ball rate. The Gigantes have a 3.18 total. Lefties 326, righties 302. So nothing too crazy there. And, of course, you look at the Giants. A 297 Woba against right-handed pitching is very, very bad. So a guy like Julio Teher at 8500 very much in play. Last guy I'll mention up here is Spencer Turnbull, 7800 bucks at home against the Miami Marlins. Turnbull's been very good uh cash game wise. It's GPP upside, you know, 15 against Oakland, 15 at Minnesota, two really good offenses. Been 23-6 at Kansas City, 21-3 at Philly, 14 against Boston, good offense. Pittsburgh 21.1. Uh, KC 24. So when he faces bad offenses, Spencer Turnbull, the bull, when he faces those, uh, those bad offenses, the offenses get the horn. So Turnbull's been pitched really well. Miami has a 27% K rate. Turnbull, 23% K rate of his own. 46% ground ball rate and a swinging strike rate of 11%. Miami has a 3.7 team total. Lefty's 361. Righty's 280. And when you look at the Marlins, a 260 Woba and a .088 ISO, which is dreadful. First right-handed pitching. So the bull... At seventy eight hundred bucks, he might be showing the horns tonight. I like this one quite a bit for a value play on this slate. So very good play here. So in the seven and eight k range, I got uh, Turnbull one, Erod two, Teheron three. If you want to go a little safer than Erod, you can go to Teheron. but Turnbull the bull gets it done for me on this one. Uh, when you're looking at punts tonight, there are a couple I don't mind. Sean Anderson of the Giants, sixty nine hundred bucks, made his debut his last time. I got you fourteen points. Five innings, two hits, three earned, uh, or two earned, three walks, 5K. So the walks got him a bit what you'd expect from a young guy, especially in his debut. But pitching in this ballpark, it's going to do good things for Sean Anderson. The the, the Braves strike out 22% of the time. We're right trying to pitching uh, in that small sample. He had a 24% K rate. Didn't walk too many, as we said, but a 54% ground ball. We saw that in the minors. Lots of ground balls, good strikeout stuff from Sean Anderson. And he got a, um, a Braves team. With a team total of three point seven five, so very very low team total on the slate. Lefties three hundred three, righty's three nineteen. Lots to like here, Sean Anderson. When it comes to a punt, can he give some up? Sure. The Braves have some some pop in that offense. You got a red hot Acuna. You got a red hot Riley Freeman swinging a good stick. There's options in that lineup, no doubt. But for sixty nine hundred dollars, big upside here with Sean Anderson to get you fifteen or more DraftKings points and send you on your way this evening. The other one I'll be looking at here is Michael Pinata at $6,500 at the Angels. He's pitched better on the road than at home, averaging almost 16 points on the road compared to 8 at home, which is really strange. But that's Michael Pinata in a nutshell. The thing with him is we know he's going to give up some hard contact, probably some home runs. But he's also got strikeout upside. Problem is, Angels don't strike out a lot. 16% K rate versus righties. Got a 20, or, Pinata's got almost a 21% K rate. A 33% crown ball rate is not good. So lots of fly balls. He does get strikeouts, but the Angels don't strike out a lot. So this is only if you're desperate. I think if you're punting, you're going Sean Anderson. Otherwise, you're going uh, Pinata, but I don't like it. Lefty's 295, righty's 398 off Pinata. So keep that in mind. But the upside's there. We've seen him throw gems, especially on the road. So when you're looking for punts, he can be an option. So I got Anderson 1, Pinata 2. Recapping your pitching. Up top, Verlander 1, Granky 2, Caleb Smith 3. In the middle, Herman and then Domingo Herman, then Herman Marquez. Uh, in the seven and eight K range, I got Turnbull, Erod, Tehran. And when you're going punts, it's Sean Anderson, Michael Pinata. If I got to just pick a few, um, it's I'm probably going JV in cash, Granky and GPP up top. But uh, if you can get the JV in both formats, you do it just because of the upside's tremendous. Uh, otherwise, you can drop down and you can look at you know the the Marquez boys or. Herman Marquez, Domingo Herman, those two can start your lineups if you so choose, or you can skip all the way over there and just start in that eight K range. Erod and Turnbull is a good one-two punch to save some cash, and don't forget Sean Anderson as your value. So I know I kind of went through a lot of pitchers there, but there's 28 pitchers on this slate. I gave you uh, I gave you ten, so not even half of them. So something to work with on this slate. Again, if you have any questions, uh, join the Fantasy Deejay Slack chat. It's free. I'm on Twitter at BD Intrig. Or join thequantedge.com where you can get uh, $25 off the season pass, all sports for $19.99, or a five day trial for five bucks with promo code BUBBA. And with that package, it gets you in the member discord where you can ask all the questions you want. We had some pretty good winners in there last night, so come check all that out. All right, let's do the bats on this 14 game slate, catcher's position. I mentioned El Gary is the guy you pay up for. I wrote about it even in the Quantedge article that was free yesterday. If you can pay for it, you do it. He went deep in the ninth. He paid off. So he's in play again versus David Hess. He gives up a lot of hard contact. Uh, Omar Narvaez uh, in Texas against Lance Lynn. Lynn gets smoked by lefties. If you're paying up, you go there. I'd almost want to pay all the way up to Gary if I can, but Narvaez is in play in that situation. Going down farther, like Yasmani Grandal versus Sonny Gray at 45 has my attention in that matchup. Um, Yadier Molina versus Homer Bailey at 42. If you want to save some cash, he's not a bad way to start either. The farther down you look, you go below the 4K range. And it gets a little quiet there for a while. Victor Caratini finds the lineup again at 37. He was batting cleanup yesterday. I doubt he does that again today, but if he does at 37, he's worth a look. Uh, Wilson Ramos at 37 versus Eric Fede. Fede getting the start. I, I got some high hopes for Fede, but I want to see it first. Uh, but he is uh, Ramos at 37, could be worth a look at that. Uh, farther down you look, you got the likes of, say, a Tyler Flowers against Sean Anderson at 36 for some savings. Um, let's see here. Catchers are fun, folks. Maybe a Kurt Casale versus uh, Gio Gonzalez. He's been playing a lot for his left-handed pitching, so 3300 bucks for Casali could give you some value at the position there. Uh, the farther down you look, now you get to 3K and below. It turns into punt city, and then it comes to what lineups do we get out there, and really what it's going to come down to is do you like Martin Maldonado or some other scrubs that come out when the lineups come out. So that's where you're looking at catchers, fun as always. First base now, it gets real good. Um Bellinger's got the opener situation, so keep an eye on that. But like Josh Bell versus Marquez, very GPP relevant at 54. Uh, Pete Alonso went deep yesterday. He's 52 again. You got Freddie Freeman, mentioned him already at 51. All good looks, but Daniel Vogelbach at 49 versus Lance Lynn. Again, lefties versus Lynn. Vogelbach is on fire when Deepa Gignashe is homered in five of his last six games. 21-21-5, 18-14-22. 21, the Vogel Beast is crushing it right now in a great hitter's ballpark. Um, you got Seattle who has a, we're waiting on the team total there, but lefties 304, righties 337, which is really weird for Lance Lynn because in his career he's been getting destroyed by by lefties. I will go back to the Vogelbach training that one at 49-hundo. Logan Forsythe versus a lefty, something you can target. He's $4,800. The price sucks, but in this matchup, especially if you're stacking Texas, he's first base, third base eligible at 41 versus Tommy Malone. uh, You can get to Malone pretty well with your right-handed bats, even some lefties probably. Uh, Anthony Rizzo, he's been red hot. He's 13 more points last night, 9.5 in his last 10, 13 and 16 in his last two. He gets Zach Eflin tonight. I respect Eflin, but the thing is, lefty's 347 off of Eflin. So Rizzo at 47. Just watch the weather there. It doesn't look very conducive to hitting. Going down farther at the 4K range, like uh, the, the, the Christian Walker versus Matt Strom's interesting. Uh, Strom's had some reverse splits so far early on here. Uh, lefty's 335. Righty's 311 versus Strom. So keep that in mind. But uh, Christian Walker, he, he's not bad at 44 GPP. Jay Bruce versus Lance Lynn at 44. First base outfield eligible like that quite a bit. For some savings, but there's more when you come on down. Like Matt Carpenter, at 4,200 bucks for his Homer Bailey, first base, third base. That's uh that's really good value, really, really good. St. Louis 5.1 team total, lefties 3.27, righties 4.01 versus uh, Bailey. So Carp at 42, really, really good spot for you there. A couple more to look at. You can target Dylan Covey with you know Yuli Gurriel at 4K. Houston has a 6.25 team total, which is asinine that is insane lefties 438 righties 498 off covey so you could look at the likes of a uh, a yuli guriel in that matchup but uh, i'd probably go up to carpet 42 or slide on down to some other options down here uh you look a little a little longer you get the likes of maybe an albert Holes first pinata we mentioned the reverse split with pinata we mentioned the power with pinata so you could look at a pool holes like that in a gpp at 38 not the worst thing you could do there um few other ones. Kendris Morales versus Hess at 36 has GPP upside. Uh, Marvin Gonzalez at 36 versus Cahill. You want lefties versus Trevor Cahill. First base outfit eligible for Marwin. So definitely some savings down here if you choose to go this way. If you're stacking Kansas City and you want to go deeper stack and Trey and Ryan O'Hearn is 34, he's been quiet of late, but uh, he's down here as well. So different options down below. Carpenter at 42 screams value tremendously in that matchup. Second base, he got Glaber Torres. he, he doubled on again last night. He's got seven homers on or nine homers on the year, seven against the Baltimore Orioles. He gets David Hess tonight at fifty one hundred bucks. If you want to go Narrative Street, it's great play, great play because Hess Hess is manure. He is manure on the mound. The uh, the Yankees almost a five point five team total. Lefties three thirty six, righties four twenty five. So Glaber at fifty one is in play. Uh, Mustakis at forty nine versus Sonny Gray is a really good look. Second base, third base eligible for Moose. Uh, 4.5 team total for Milwaukee. So uh, Moose at 49, very intriguing. Whit Merrifield always cash relevant to G.J. LeMayhew, part of your stack or cash games at 46 versus Hess is in play as well. But the farther down you look, you got guys like Tommy Listella again at 44. He's been more cash than GPP, but he's got the GPP upside 11 more points last night. Just slowly pokes, uh, pokes and prods along gets it done for you. So uh, he's forty four hundred bucks. He's in play for you. A few others: Jeff McNeil, forty three hundred bucks. Especially if he's leading off for for the Mets, more catch game than GPP for me. Uh, Ozzy Albie's at forty two, maybe. Colton Wong at forty one. If you want to get weird in your St. Louis stacks, I could look at that. Again, watch the weather in St. Louis, though not the most conducive to hitting. It looks like for now. Do do Few more uh, as you get down in the lower. St- K, uh, below 4K, it's kind of bleak at the first looks here. You got Robbie Cano at 35, Jose Peraza switch hitting against Gio Gonzalez at 35. I can look at those as some value. And then Nikki Lopez versus Michael Walk at 34 is a really good value play. Lopez has been swinging a really good bat since the call up, batting second for the Royals. And Waka has not been good this year, been re- really, really bad. I was looking at his game logs last night, really, really bad. Uh, when you look at Kansas City, uh, 14 total almost. Lefty's three fifty, righty's three sixty two off Walker. So, as a, as a value play, Nikki Lopez at thirty four definitely not a bad one to go for. Maybe more cash than GPP, but definitely some upside there. Third base, you got Bregman at fifty four. The, the Astros are obviously in a great spot when you have a team total of almost six point three already at five forty a.m. Pacific time. So that's that's a good one for you there. Uh, Crush Bryant at fifty two is worth a look, but uh, you go down. It's redone, folks. I wrote about it in the Matter Breakdown. I've talked about it pretty much every episode of Quick Hits. He is locked the F in. 25 more points last night. The dude's got 25, 20, 14, 20. He had a 7, I'm sorry. A 19, a 10, oh, a 0. But, like, you look at his last few starts. Once he gets hitting, before he got hurt, he was doing the same thing. The dude just rakes. He's a great cash game play pretty much night in and night out with that GPP upside you saw last night. So, Rendon at 5K, very much in play versus Zach Wheeler. I respect Zach Wheeler, but when you got a hitter of the caliber of Rendon, you you don't just, you don't, it's rare that you say the pitcher's got the advantage because Rendon's that good. He's really that good. Uh, Lefty's 282, righty's 310 off Wheeler. So maybe it's not a smasher spot. Maybe it's more like a 10 to 12 point night, which is great for cash. But uh, Rendon's always got that upside of 5K. Right below him, though, at 4,900 bucks. Yeah, Eugenio Suarez, who loves crushing lefties. And, oh, look, he gets Gio Gonzalez. Really good spot there. Cincinnati, a four-team total. Lefties, 356. Righties, 298. But if you break down Gio's career numbers, first right-handed hitting, he has got crushed. And Suarez loves him some lefties. So $4,900 for Eugenio in play. Mentioned Moustakis. Mentioned Forsythe. Both interesting looks for you there. Mentioned LeMahieu as well. Uh, Gio Urshela, he was hitting the hand over the weekend. He was back last night. Five DraftKings points. But More so of a stack. But tonight you're going to want to play home run derby. I'm going to flat out tell you right now, you want guys with at least home run upside, if not double dong upside, throughout most of your lineup. If you've got to punt with like a Nicky Lopez or something, you do it. But you need home run guys. You really are going to need them tonight. More than usual. Uh, Rafael Devers at 43 makes for an interesting GPP play. I respect Marcus Stroman. He has struggled at times. Uh, Devers is not the most consistent. Huge Monday for him. We've seen the offense kicking up a bit for uh for Devers left he's 313 right he's 282 off Strowman, could be a contrarian little angle there farther down you look though like a Pablo Sandoval I'm not gonna say play him but he's been playing really well so keep an eye on him at 43 but again Matt Carpenter at 42 is extreme value in this spot and then Scott Kingery third base shortstop at 4k versus Quintana is intriguing as well but Austin Riley at third base outfield versus Anderson at 4k Riley went deep again yesterday I just keep playing this guy pretty much every day because like I said you like he has one zero. It's 18-0, 19-6, 17-14. The dude mashing right now. Mashing baseballs. So third base outfit eligible at 4K. It's not a must play because, you know, AT&T Park always zaps a little stuff, but they didn't zap much last night for him or Acuna. And that's just the way the baseballs are this day. That's what I was talking about in the, in the Discord chat, and I said it on the show. we got to take these park factors with a grain of salt right now. With these baseballs, we really, really do. Uh, even with some of these windy conditions, it's not mattering. Texas's wind was blowing in tremendously yesterday. I know, I know the ballpark has been built to kind of get rid of that wind, so that helps also. But these balls are just crazy right now. They're juiced to the gills, so keep that in mind. The farther down you look, you got like Manny Machado versus Granky at 39 and a GPP. I don't hate it, I respect Granky a lot. But the guy Machado's caliber, if you're looking for savings and GPP upside, it's always there at that price tag. You got switch hitting his Drupal Cabrera, who double-donged yesterday. I can't wait to see how chalky he is. I like his dribble from the left side more than the right side, so I won't be on him that much tonight. But he's there, especially part of a Texas stack, in a smash spot versus Tommy Malone. Don't hate it at all. A uh, few more to take a peek at as you get down to below 4K. Maybe a Ryu Ruiz in a, in a punt if he's hitting in the middle of the Orioles lineup, but not a ton down here at first look. Um, and one guy I believe I forgot to... Uh, no. Shortstop position, Carlos Correa fifty three hundred bucks, really good spot. Obviously, Paul De Jong, a great spot as well at fifty two hundred. So these guys are in some mash spots. You yeah, got Glaber Torres at fifty one, all good looks here. Alberto Mondesi, I probably have one of the three guys above Alberto, but he's always got that GPP upside for you. Corey Polanco at forty nine ers Cahill, very very intriguing. You you attack Cahill with left handed hitters, so uh, worth to look there. But I'm still so far it's 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 Dejan Correa up top for me with maybe some Torres. Sprinkled in. We go on down there like Trey Turner. Definitely cash viable at $4,700. Um, Ronnie Rodriguez, no, not doing that tonight. Sorry. But Scott Kingery, again, at 4 k he's worth a look. Uh, Brandon Rodgers, if he's got a good spot in the order at 39 you can take a peek there. Ahmed Rosario at 39 as well. Could be worth a look. First, Eric Fede. Machado mentioned him at $39. Um, Yair Munoz, if he cracks the lineup, he could be a cheaper $3,800 play. Second base shortstop means Homer Bailey. So to keep in mind there. Corey Seager, there's the the opener. He's got a righty wood and then a lefty in Beaks. So keep an eye on that one. And if you go down a little farther, like a Nick Ahmed, super punt at 36. But Jose Peraza at 35, Jose Iglesias at 35. Those two are kind of the punts I'd be looking at first. Gio Gonzalez. Kind of look where they're at in the order, who's got the better favorable spot. So on and so forth. If you're looking to punt at 35, those would right now be my punt options at the shortstop position. Otherwise, it's just pretty interesting, and you're going to want to probably pay up at shortstop tonight for the most part until we see lineups. Outfield. We're going to have a lot here on a 14-game slate, so bear with me, folks. But Christian Yellick versus Sonny Gray is outstanding at 58. That is... If you pay for it, if you can pay for it, that's a great play. Captain Obvious stuff there. Mike Trout's worth a good look there. Uh, Joey Gallo and a GPP for sure. No problem with those at all. Uh, when you go on down a little farther, you know, I could see Mookie Betts being interesting against Stroman, I guess. But uh, you look at the guys like Mitch Hanniger in, in that hitting environment there. Hunter Pence went deep again yesterday. He's got Tommy Malone tonight at 51. I like that quite a bit. Uh, a few others to look at. You know, Michael Brantley at 5K versus Dylan Covey. Very, very good look there. Uh, Marcelo Zuna is only 4900 versus Homer Bailey. Uh, Alex Gordon's forty-nine versus Waka. He'll go overlooked in this large slate. Great spot there versus Waka. Since you chew in a great environment, I keep going to Ronald Acuna. I preached it over and over, and he just blew the F up last night. There's This kid's good, and he's he's starting to feel it. Watch out, folks. Watch out, baseball. Watch out, world, as they say. Uh, Brett Gardner and Aaron Hicks, both GPP viable versus David Hess at 47. Uh, if you want to go jock jams, because he'll lead off first the righty, then the lefty comes in. So there's dicey situations with David Roberts being a tool bag and possibly taking him out. But he gets that first at-bat versus a righty wood, and he could run into one at 46 if you want to get real dicey. But also at 46, you get Nixon Zell versus Gio. At, uh, I like that a lot at that price point. He's stealing bags, got the power in Milwaukee. Lots to like there with Nixon Zell at 4,600. Uh, Willie Calhoun wasn't in the lineup last night, so keep an eye on that. But 46 is interesting for him. Uh, Gregory Polanco at 45, but hitting the ball really well. He's got Herman Marquez, so maybe more GPP than cash, but keep an eye on uh, Gregory Polanco. Uh, you got Eddie Rosario-Kepler combo against Cahill. Is there in play as well? Raymel Tapia swinging a really good stick. He's 4,400 versus Archer. Uh, Josh Reddick let off yesterday. Dowdy leads off tonight, but he might if Springer's still out. He's 4,400 versus Covey, so keep an eye on the Reddick. Mentioned Jay Bruce at 44 earlier. You got Ben at 43 versus Stroman. Nice, cheaper value there. Uh, and a GPP, Dwight Smith Jr. at 42 versus Herman. Definite GPP play only. Uh, Jose Martinez versus Bailey at 42. I like that a little bit there too. Franmill, yes. GPP viable at 42. Don't need to say that every time, but maybe I will. I uh, got Calhoun at 42 versus Pinetta. Mentioned Kepler already. Those are interesting looks for you. Farther down you slide, you got Juan Soto at 41 versus Wheeler. GPP, very relevant. Uh, Nick Markakis is 41. it be cash and GPP for you there. Uh, you get to 4K and below now. You got the likes of Malik Smith. See where he's at in the lineup against Lance Lynn. Dexter Fowler against Bailey at 4K. Fowler and Smith will be overlooked on this later. They must plays, no. But their way is to get great pieces of great matchups at a low-owned, lower price. So keep an eye on those two when you're building later on. Again, Austin Riley at 4K in play for you. Ben Gamble, if he continues to lead off for the Brew Crew against Sonny Gray at 39, he is worth a look for sure. Went deep the other day. He's playing a pretty decent bat. Uh, Jorge Soler, if you're stacking Kansas City at 39, you can go there for sure. Uh, a few more before I say we'll see what lineups look like, like I usually do. Like Steve Wilkerson at 37 in a GPP. Uh, Melky Cabrera, Brian Reynolds at 37 if you want to get weird. Adam Eaton at 37 for some value. I do like some Schwarber at 36. It'd be nice if he's leading off again tomorrow. But against Eflin, lefties are hitting Eflin really, really well. So uh, Schwarber at 36, definitely in play for you. Yeah, Brandon Nimmo at 36. And the list goes on and on and on. So there you have it. Again, if you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick. I'll help you out. Or the Fantasy DJ Slack chat. Or the Equal Edge member Discord promo code Bubba. Get you the package you're looking for there. Let's recap the pitching real quick on this slate up top. I got Verlander 1, Granke 2, Caleb Smith 3. In the 9K range, Domingo Herman 1, Herman Marquez 2. In the 7 and 8K range, the Turnbull, Spencer Turnbull 1, Erod 2, Julio Tejeron 3. And then down below, Sean Anderson 1, Michael Pinata 2. When you're stacking them up, eh, there's lots of ways to go on a 14-game slate, obviously. Uh, You got Texas and Seattle will be smash spots. You got uh, Seattle versus the lefty Malone. Really good stuff there. And Then you got uh, got lefties and righties versus Malone, but obviously the righties have a good shot there. Uh, Seattle versus Lance Lynn. You love the lefties, but lefties and righties are smoking Lynn this year. So stacking that game is going to be big, obviously. The offense should be there. It's been humid. It's hot in Texas right now. The ball's going to be flying. That's like your cooler's environment for the slate, as you saw last night. You can go lefties for Zach Eflin, but I'm not making a point on this slate to go run there. But again, Texas, Seattle, Houston versus Dylan Covey is in a great spot. Lefties, righties, you name it, they got it. Same with the Yankees against Hess, two really bad pitchers against two elite offenses. Uh, St. Louis versus Homer Bailey, like that quite a bit. Got a little bit of value there for some big time upside. A 5.11 team total at the moment. Again, we'll check the totals as they keep changing throughout the day thanks to the Quant Edge line movement tool. Uh, you could look some Minnesota bats versus Cahill. Lefties 423, righties 370. Minnesota let everybody down last night, so tonight might be the night to go back to the well and get some lower-owned twins in a really good matchup there versus Cahill. Uh, Milwaukee versus Sonny Gray in a GPP. I like the upside there. Uh, you could look into, say, uh, Colorado versus Chris Archers. Interesting. I like Cincinnati versus Gio Gonzalez quite a bit. and uh, The Kansas City versus walker has got some upside, so on and so forth. Lots of ways to go on this slate. Let's BVP it up and send it on. We got the likes of Chris Bryant, 6-for-10 with a double off of Zach Eflin. You got uh, McCutcheon, 5-for-13 with a double off of Quintana. Sean Rodriguez, 4-for-10 with a homer. The lefty masher, Sean Rodriguez. Um, sliding on down here, you got not much yet. Steve Pierce, 4-for-9 with a double and a homer off Stroman. Bogarts, 11-for-31, two doubles and two homers. That's a 355 clip. Christian Vazquez 6-for-14, Moreland 5-for-13. Some decent numbers there versus Strowman for the Bo Sox, as you probably expect. Uh, Gerardo Parra, he's cheap against Zach Wheeler, very cheap uh, in the outfield. He's 8-for-15 with a double and a homer. Adam Eaton, 10-for-19, two doubles. Trey Turner, 6-for-16 six with a double and a homer. Anthony Rendon, 11-for-34. As a team, the Nats are hitting three seventy seven off of Wheeler with a four fifteen Woba. They've had some really good success there versus Wheeler, so keep an eye on the Nats as the day goes on. That could be interesting. Joey Votto, 10 for 30, three doubles, three home runs versus Gio. Philip Irvin's taking him deep. He could be a value play in the outfield for you. Um, Eugenio Suarez, 5 for 14 with a home run as well versus Gio Gonzalez, which you would expect. Jay Bruce, 15 for 39 with a double, two triples, and three home runs off Lance Lynn. Bruce is 4,400. Streaky Bruce, but he's there few others here Jose Abreu 15 for 41 two doubles and five homers a 366 average versus Justin Verlander the short Crawford boxes there Verlander is good to give up a home run from time to time I think that's a very interesting play if you want to look at Abreu as a super contrarian GPP play that's an interesting BVP to look at Paul De Jong six for 14 two doubles two homers like Bailey told you I liked him quite a bit Jose Martinez seven for 15 two doubles and a homer Baders taking them deep. Matt Carpenter, 4200 bucks. He's hitting 444 off Bailey. 20 for 45 with four doubles and a homer. Yadi Malena hitting four hundred, twenty 20 for 50. Three doubles and three homers. Fowler's taking him deep. Ozuna's taking him deep. As a team, and there's some large sample sizes here. They're hitting 368 with a 442 OBA and a 245 ISO. It's going to be windy and, and possibly raining towards the end of the day. They're in St. Louis. Keep an eye on the weather, but weather permitting, and the scare of weather might be low ownership. But with if if this game can get in and the weather gets a little better, Cardinals could be really interesting. That wind blowing in scares me, but keep an eye on the cards. That could be sneaky good. Jorge Soler four for 10, two homers off a of walk. I talked about him earlier. Brandon Belt seven for fifteen, double two homers off Tehran. Posey seven for 16, two homers. Votes taking them deep as well. Just not really looking to go there tonight. Manny Margot, 7-for-13, two homers off Granky. Renfro, 6-for-18, three home runs as well. Uh, and that'll do it for your BVP. But some interesting numbers there. That, the Nats stood out quite a bit. The Cardinals stood out quite a bit. And there's a few others there. Obviously, those are stacks we've talked about throughout the podcast. And then there's the, the smash spots, the Coolers cooler South in Texas tonight. And uh, many, many more as you can take a look at it. But, again, hit me up on Twitter at BDntrick. Check us out, djens.com Lots of great stuff going on there. Always pressing PGA DFS podcast with myself and Jesse. Previewing this week's Charles Schwab Challenge dropped last night. Also, a new Bench with Bubba episode 172 with myself and Matt Modica. Recapping some recent MLB news for your fantasy baseball teams. Uh, recapping last week's Fabageddon. And recapping the finale of Game of Thrones. Always fun talking to my buddy Matty Moe. Really good dude from The Athletics. So go check him out. Go check out the podcast. Uh, lots of great content going on over at the fantasydegens.com and uh, in the Slack chat at Fantasy, uh, the fantasydegens Slack chat. The NASCAR chat is picking up big time. We got some some heat maps basically coming out, some some stat maps. Great stuff there. We got some awesome stuff coming on the baseball stuff for Mike Tuck and Company. Uh, we got MF Square running the, the soccer chat, getting it going in there. So it, it's growing and becoming bigger and better than ever. So I'm really happy with what we're building there and thankful for the guys in that chat. And then check out the quantedge.com, promo code BUBBA. For what you need over there. Give a rating and review on iTunes. I'd much appreciate it. But I won't waste any more of your time. As time is of the essence. When you have a 14 game slate on Tuesday. This was MLB DFS Quick Kits. Your Tuesday. May 21st edition. I'm out.